Be back. Welcome to another episode of the Court Cast. I am the voice of reason, the voice of truth, the voice of lateness, the man who speaks the truth, only the truth, and nothing but the truth. And he's also late on a couple occasions. Just give me 15 minutes, I'll be ready. <laughs> I'm Faye and two hours later. <laughs> it's the squad, the man, the myth, the legend, the man who Joe Burrow stole his nickname from T Shiesty. Thank you for coming back. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. And the man who needs apparently to warm his laptop up before. <laughs> Why are you putting my business out there? I was even gonna say nothing about your business. Like, Bruh, you call me the voice of late. <laughs> Oh, Mario Skibilis. Thank you for coming back, Femi. Uh, you know what? I'm feeling like Spartacus. You know, I'm a house that does things. He be moving crazy, bro. From where? <laughs> what? What are you talking about? You know, I'm just that guy. You feel me? But let's get it going. Let's get it going. <laughs> oh, my God, bro. Uh, let's get it going. Let's start with game one. Uh, Boston Celtics took a 1-0 lead on, I think it was Thursday. Against the Golden State Warriors. What did you guys make of game one? I'm gonna start with T Shasty. Um game one, I, I thought I thought up until the fourth quarter, the teams were evenly matched. And um it was everything I thought it was going to be. Games of um game of runs, Golden yeah. State were all by like twelve. Um like, but one thing that stood out to me was Steph Curry scored 21 points in the first half. I, I don't understand the, the type of coverage they're playing on Steph, the drop coverage where they're daring Steph to shoot. I don't know if it's miscommunication. That was the I don't know whether maybe they thought if they do reverse psychology, like if Steph sees that he's wide yeah. open, he will make it shots. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I definitely think they, they thought it was Kalari. Um, <laughs> but. Why did he have to no catch need, bro. No need, bro. <laughs> like, like, no need. No need. No need. My boy okay. can't Why you gotta catch him? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, Steph went went off in the first half, and they were only down by no, they were up to um going into into the break halftime. And that was pretty interesting to me. Um, and then in the fourth quarter, we saw um the veterans, um Al Hufford in his first playoffs. Scoring or making game. first finals game, I mean, making six threes. We saw um Derek White, Hendrick's father, um, m- making five threes. Um, we saw um Marcus Smart making timely shots, and um, the number of Pritchard. We saw Pritchard making timely shots as well. So, um, it took for Draymond to have a terrible, an abs- historically terrible game. It took for Clay to be non-existent on the court um, and Jordan Poole to be very bad. He had the worst plus minus on the court for Golden State to lose. And I don't think all those uh, things can happen at the same time in um, in a lot of the games. I don't think um, wait, Boston players will have... Wait, 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 wait. What's going on here? Are you... 
Are you backing off? Are you are you being no, a no, coward? No, 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 no. Me. <laughs> no, never that. Um, I don't think Boston players can shoot that effective. And at the same time, Poole, Draymond, and Clay having those type of games they had um, again. So it's, it's, it's going to be interesting moving on, like, into more games. But, yeah, I, I, I thought that game was more, at least the scoreline was more an aberration. But yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Mm. Hey, what about you? Well, um, two a couple of things, you know, stand out in the finals games. It is the finals, you know, a couple of things, couple of storylines. You know, first things first, Curry going berserk in the first quarter. He went berserk having like six threes in the first quarter. And I was just like, I was just there like, whoa. But one thing stood out to me was that. Boston was still keeping it close, keeping it close, keeping it close. And then I was even thinking Curry was going to break his uh, um, his three-point three point record in the finals, which is nine. He had six in the first quarter. Remember I, what I told you. Remember what I told you. That was that was like, that that just stood out. I was like, whoa, that's that, that was crazy. But the thing is, Boston kept it close. And then in the third quarter, um, Golden State scored 48 points to Boston's 28. So you, I was even expecting a blowout, but the game was still neck to neck. Wait, 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 hold on. For um, 38. I think it's 38. No, yeah, I, think 38. Was, I think it was either 38 or 48. One of, 38, that was, 38, 38. 38. 38. 38. 38. Sorry, 30, 38. And then, you know, the game was still very close, but then Jalen Brown started getting, go, getting going. He didn't miss for like the first five minutes of the fourth. 10 points, 404, some tough, tough shots, man. Some tough shots. And then once you see, once the head of one of the, once the, one of the head of the snake was going, the rest of the team just went along. And I'm just gonna go by uh Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum did not show up. 12 points on 17 shots is unacceptable in the finals game. I get it's your first finals, but it was also Jimmy Brown's first finals, it was also our office first finals was also Pritchard's first finals. You know, those guys lean on you to, to be the head of the snake. You feel me? But, you know, Jenny Brown got it going. The rest of the guys got it going. And then, boom, you know, they, they, got, that, they got that game. But, you know, Golden State, um, I think the attitude was, they, they like Skip always said, calls them, they call them the most front-running team. Sometimes they do front-run. And then once in that, in that third quarter, once, like, Steph hit, like, a one-two – Clay hit like a fade, like a you know, and then the rest, you know, they started humping and jumping. You know how they, you know how they go. Like, <laughs> you crazy? <laughs> <laughs> no, like, why would you say that? Yo, yo, yo! For real pause, like pause, bro. <laughs> This guy said he started humping and jumping. Bro, <laughs> I was gonna say huffing. But, oh, you know, okay, okay. Slip a tongue. Pardon me. Okay. Pardon me. But, you know, it was a fun game to see. It was a neck-to-neck. Steph ended up having seven threes, 34 points. You know, Draymond was a no-show. You know, he, he had so many wide-open looks. But uh, come on, man. If you can't, if you, if you know you're not going to hit that, drive it to the rim. If they're going to close out to you, you have an extra open man somewhere. Bro, anybody but, in this world closing out to Draymond Green, bro. But I... <laughs> I'm saying once he's pushing, once he's pushing the ball towards the rim, you know, like they have to stop ball now. That's pressure ball now. But, Truthfully, I'm a backup 
Let's see if you can make the layup. <laughs> Look at that, man. That's just, that, that's just crazy. The man has three rings. Okay. But, you know, the three, the rings don't put the ball in the basket, right? So, at the end of the day, um, kudos to Boston Celtics. Great game by Golden State, but they need to learn how to finish. And, you know, Boston just took took a took, took that they took away game one from right under the feet. Bro. And it was fun to watch. The Boston skips at this. He tweeted it, sorry. The Boston Celtics did not steal game one. They seized it. They snatched it. They took control of it. And that's 100% facts. Like, like you said, Steph makes six threes in the first quarter. Largely due to go, um, the Celtics defense that they were playing, you know. The Celtics should cut Daniel Tice from their rotation as far as I'm concerned. Plays Steph in drop coverage every single possession. You know, he's 6'8", and he plays like he's 5'2". The man shouldn't be playing. You shouldn't be seeing him in the finals game. Uh, so, largely in that first, like, Steph had five or six stepping threes. Wide nice. open at the top of the key in that first quarter. And, you know, when Femi said, guys, I think Steph might break his three-point record. I'm like, no. Nah. Like, the Celtics are going to make Surely, Emei's not going to let Steph, you know, stepping into any more threes again and slowly but surely they played better defense on him second quarter he was scoreless made a couple points in the mid one three in the rest of the game yeah that's what happened and for me the celtics didn't uncharacteristically get hot like we've seen this we saw grant williams go for seven threes in game one we saw Derek white go off in games against the Miami Heat, we saw Al Horford go for thirty points in Game Four against um against what's yeah. But have they all gone hot at the same time? Same. That's my Game Seven against uh sorry Game Two against the Milwaukee Bucks. They hit like 21, 23 threes or something of that sort. Okay, so it's, I think that's more liberation though. No, I I think the Celtics are good for like fifteen to. For like 12 to 15 threes a night. Solid for 12 to 15 threes a night. And I don't know about that. There are too many uh, streaky shooters. I, no, no, no. They're solid for... Trust me. They made it far to the finals because they're solid on like 12 to 15 threes a night. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. But for me, I think it's more of an aberration when they're under that. But for me, that game one was all about the Celtics. I'll be honest with you. Like Femi said, Steph does all that in the first quarter. You're down two. All of a sudden, at halftime, you're leading. All of a sudden, after the you know normal warrior um, warriors third quarter run that normally you know puts teams to bed like it did last night, they're just down eleven. And Jalen Brown goes on his own personal six over run to start the court. I think for Jalen Brown assisted, scored or assisted on the twenty of the forty points he scored in the fourth quarter. It was, yeah. and, and yeah. they outscored the Warriors 40 to 16 in the fourth quarter. And it's all about defense. It was all about defense. The Celtics showed why they were the best defense in the league oh. in the fourth quarter. They came out, they, you know, made the adjustment. Like I said, playing drop coverage against Steph is crazy. So, you know, the, the, the person defending Steph's screener was coming up to practically, you know, not necessarily force a switch, but not necessarily like show a trap. But then let his man recover. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, so you're making mm-hmm. him drive to the paint, like the way Marcus Smart made the adjustment. Told him this isn't the Heat series. You have to start up close. You can't be up high because it's not Kyle Lowry that's shooting the ball without ugly rotation. But 
you know, the Celtics. Kawhi Kyle Lowry do to y'all, man. Celtics He's too fat, man. <laughs> Celtics made the appropriate decision. And I thought you were being too unfair on Jason Tatum. What made, for me, Jason Tatum's night was great because he realized, okay, I don't have it going on the offensive and maybe nerves and stuff, shots that he normally make. <clears throat> man grabbed, he had 13, 13 assists and five boards, played great defense, especially down the stretch. I don't mind that. And Marcus Smart, when everybody was saying, you know, he almost shot them out the game, game seven against the Miami Heat, I was like, listen, watching the Celtics team throughout the playoffs, he's hit some big shots down the stretch. The Nets, I don't know if you guys remember that floater he hit to put them up. I think it was four. And then he starts him and JB are looking at his hand like, oh, my God, I'm possessed. Like, you know, he's hit some big shots down the stretch for this Celtics team. And immediately he comes in two great three-pointers. Hofford, you know, just went off in that fourth quarter. You know, uh, I think he, made, he didn't miss a shot in the fourth quarter. Made the end one to practically seal up the game and flexed on Draymond Green. On the worst side of things, Clay didn't show up. Jim, Jordan Poole was terrible. Um, Draymond was all-time bad. Kevon Looney had some good minutes. Otto Porter looked like he swapped Clay Thompson's three-pointer for his own three-pointer because that man couldn't miss. Uh, Andrew Wiggins has looking been like solid. Looking like his ancestor. <laughs> Who is his ancestor? Kimberly. Wilt. Oh, yeah, he's true. that's true. Don't you see that? Don't you see yeah. that? Yeah, Wilt and his mom were Wait, the same math they're, class. They're related? No, they, just look alike. they just look alike. Don't mind me. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you know, um, or Otto Porter had a great scoring game defensively. I don't think it was that great. And then the no, Celtics seized the game in the fourth. For me, the Celtics just showed you know what I thought. I thought the Celtics were the better team. You know, they're bigger, they're stronger, they're quicker, but they can't shoot as well as Golden State. And when they play turnover free basketball. Celtics are almost unbeatable. And that's what they showed me in game one. Their defense was up there. Like, and Pritchard was there for played. Michael Swan only played like two minutes or four minutes in the fourth quarter. He missed the first eight minutes. That's a defensive player of the year. And you go on a what 17 to 5 run. That's what championships are made of. They're deep, like Derek White's. How this full Ed, Ed Fred Vavleet moment? Steph closes out. He's like, it doesn't matter. Pulls that bitch over him. Mind, mind my French, sorry. Uh, I don't swear. His name? Um, Jalen Brown, he went fuego in that fourth quarter. He was no, he did. He was that one shot on Draymond. That was one shot on Draymond. Oh my god! And and that and we need to start elevating Jalen Brown into the level of, you know, those automatic mid range people because I'm telling you that swing to left hezzy pull up. He hit that on Draymond. I, I seen him. Nice. I seen him do it consistently this playoffs. That consistently, was nice. like Splash. you know, JB can get hot. And the truth is, Skip always says he's more scared of JB than Jason Tatum. And I understand where he's coming from because when Jalen Brown has it going, he's one of the most difficult shot maker, best difficult shot makers in the league right now. One thousand percent. Uh, like I said, from Warriors' point of things, Otto Porter didn't great play, play great. Kevon Looney gave them great minutes with this offensive rebounding. But when I think him and Draymond com- combined for six points or something, that's not that's not that's not good enough. That's not going to win you ball games. It was all Steph. Steph could not play better, and the Warriors just didn't show up to the party. Uh, but take nothing away from the Celtics; they earned the victory in Game One. They seized the oh, victory, they and did. they practically <laughs> stole home court, as they would call it. 
Kenny, you know, as Femi always says, that Kenny always says, playoffs doesn't start until the road team gets a win. And game one, the Celtics got a win in, you know, spectacular fashion. I respect Draymond, um, Jason Tatum, shot not falling. You know, don't decide, oh, I'm going to stick with my shot, you know. Turn to a facilitator, play great defense. And, you know, Celtics showed up and showed why they were the best team in the NBA towards the end of the season. And I, I respect it. I respect it. But then we move on to game two. And old Hobbits started creeping in. It was almost like they felt like, oh, we stole game one. But we can still game two. You know, what did you guys make of the second game? Uh, um, before the second game started, I told Shagun, I was like, Golden State are going to win this game. One, because the pattern with um, Boston Celtics is they win one game and they're complacent in the next game. Um, I don't know what that is all about because championship teams are usually consistent, but they just take the second game off. Um, I also thought Jason Tatum, even though he had limited points in the first game and had 13 assists, his first game was the better game. Yep. Second game was terrible. The turnovers, like he wasn't making the right decisions. He wasn't passing on time. I saw a couple of um, times where he could lock the ball to the center and he wouldn't lock the ball. He would like make the wrong decision. Play for um, a foul. Yeah, play for a foul. He wasn't making his foul shots either, um, which sometimes could take the air out of the ball, like on 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 your team. Um, I also saw JV struggling a lot, and that was mostly due to um, Draymond Green's de- defense. Um, I thought Golden State came up the more aggressive side. They they knew their backs were against the wall. They could they couldn't afford to lose game two, and they know who they are. And they came out and showed that they played very aggressive, put the refs in a tough spot. Um, um, I saw JB trying nope, to go to the, the refs in a tough spot. Don't, I was don't, just about to I don't, was about don't make to any excuse for those refs. They didn't put the refs in a tough spot. No, no, no. Don't, don't worry. I'm about to get to the refs. Don't worry about that. <laughs> um, I I saw like JB going to the hoop and um, Draymond that getting into his body, like grabbing the ball away. I thought he played very aggressive. Um, and that and having Gary Payton back instead of Iguodala. Um, I thought playing Nicodella in the first game was a mistake. Um, Gary Payton was a better option, and he showed. He and had a big the, three, though. Yeah, and I mean, he did, but defensive, defensively, he's not um, the Iguodala of the past. And Gary Payton is an elite um, perimeter defender. And um, <clears throat> Steph Curry also played amazing defense. Like, he played one of the best de- um, on-ball defenses I've seen in a long time from him. Um Clay Thompson was a no-show per usual, and I'm starting to get used to that. Um, Damn. Yeah, was, Why did Blow your, <laughs> your nose. Blow your nose. I don't No, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, what I will say is there is no consistency with how the refs are calling the game. Um, they if the if you want to like let them play then let it be known right from the start or let it be known throughout the series you can't let them play a particular game playing aggressive and then you stop calling that in in the second game or you favor one team's aggressiveness over the other team's aggressiveness there is no consistency 
And with the technical foul, I've watched a lot of like analysts talk about, oh yeah, the magnitude of the game, you can like give him a technical, um, a second technical. And I think when you set a rule, the rule should always be the rule, regardless of the context. You can't you can't tell me that, oh yeah, it's the final. So yeah, yeah, we're gonna get like that is that's silly. And what Draymond said after the game, talking about, oh yeah, um, he said something to the effect of like the refs can't call that on me. First, he said um, he wasn't he wasn't scared that he was going to get kicked out, and he said he has put himself in a position where the refs cannot call things like that on him. And when people say, "Oh, you get a technical early in the game," then they have to ref you differently um, throughout the game. That is going to take a lot for them to keep you up. That's complete nonsense because the yes. what, he, what he did to JB was absolutely ridiculous, stupid. The man was dragging his pants down. It's ridiculous. I kept his legs on him. I have JB, a question. JB pushes his legs off and he's like, don't do that, man. What do you mean? What do you mean don't do that? Your legs are literally on the man. What do you mean don't do I that? I have a question. I have a question. Did they call the foul on Draymond on the three? They did. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, okay. Okay. They did it. Then I would have said, okay, now they're moving back. But yeah. But there, there, there was a foul they called on on Grant Williams, Jesus where um, Draymond put his head under his arms. Bro, and was like, I swear to God, who made me Draymond Greed was moving like prime Aaron Donald on that play. Like that's that. <laughs> yeah. That's what Isaiah Store was doing when he wanted to fight LeBron. And Grant Williams gets the foul called again. I'm sorry, man. So carry on. Yeah, yeah. but I, I, I think it favors the NBA when, first of all, it's not a great look if Warriors are like down 0-2. First and um, second of all, they need revenue for the games going seven games. So now there could be a conspiracy as to Bro, like do they have that's... a hand in it? And I would like to think they do not, but the optic is not good for for like how they ref the game yesterday. I don't know, uh, I don't know but, if this is relevant, but I, I think an NBA ref, a retired NBA ref came out and said, oh, if they see that a team is on the verge of getting swept or something, they call differently. I, I think this came yeah. out around the Philly series, the Philly-Toronto series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I saw that too. But um, on Boston's side, I thought Horford wasn't aggressive. I don't know how many shots he took the entire game, but he didn't take more than, I, I don't think, five shots. Um, compared to game one, I don't think like game one you would catch and just shoot like without thinking. But this game, he wasn't aggressive at all. Um, um, what's his name? JB. JB wasn't effective. So um, Marcus Smart wasn't as effective as well. So um, they they have a couple of adjustments to make, and I trust they will make adjustments because they they always do. And I see obviously I have this this series going seven games because this is going to be back and forth, back and forth. Adjustments upon adjustments. And I don't, I think Jason Tatum will figure out the turnover uh, situation. And um, I don't think they would, um, I, I think Draymond is going to get tossed out in one of these games because after that comment he made about the refs, I think they're going to want to humble him. You can't make that comment about the refs, but yeah. Um, first of all, I just want to put out the PSA to the Arizona Cardinals. If you're looking for an offensive lineman, Draymond Green is the one. He's going to protect Kyler Murray because the man said three moving screens in one play and the referees did not call it. Pushed into Marcus Smart, pushed into Derek White, pushed into Al Hofford, was walking them back literally 
Gary Payton said to me, mm-hmm. you're smart. Steph steps in, pull up three. Like, you can't do that. That's three moving screens at once. And the referee doesn't call anything. Ridiculous. The call on Grant Williams was just a joke. J- Jalen Brown literally lets Gary Payton blow by, go up for the dunk, doesn't touch him. Literally, his hands are like this. He gets a foul call. Yeah. All of a sudden, was... he has two fouls. He has to get subbed out of the ball game. Calls like that are disgusting. They're extremely dumb. Now, even though I'm not saying like the Celtics decide, um, the Celtics, you know, deserved to win yesterday, but if the Celtics, like the referee should not, like we don't want to talk about the refs. We want to talk about the play. Like we don't want the refs. Should, like, these calls, like, Jalen, J- Draymond Green should get tossed out the game. You don't ref the situation. You ref the game. Draymond has gotten a tech earlier because what? Jason Tatum is trying to defend him and all of a sudden he's locking him. He's pushing away. Grant Williams is literally manning him and he's telling him fuck out of here. You know, like stuff like that shouldn't happen. And he got a T initially because he deserved a T. He came out with that energy. And there's this weird behavior going on in, in the NBA right now where you praise dudes for not getting fouls called on them. And then all of a sudden you call it a smart play. But you print out Draymond is getting all the players yesterday when he should have get tossed, should have gotten tossed. That doesn't make any sense to me. That is in every situation, that is a double tech on J- Draymond and Jalen Brown. One thousand percent. Draymond should get tossed out the game. It doesn't make any sense to me. But on the game itself, Celtics started off hot. Um, Jalen Brown couldn't miss, goes four for six in the first quarter, finishes with five made field goals. I think that tells the story for the whole game. Um, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum had um, 13 points. I think they had 26 of the Celtics, 30 points in the first quarter. And, you know, Steph only had 10 points. But all of a sudden, you look, Celtics are up like, what, 10 points within the first few minutes. All of a sudden, uh, end of the first quarter, Warriors are up one. How did that happen? One thing and one thing only, turnovers. I've been saying it since. Look at the games that the Celtics have lost this postseason against the Milwaukee Bucks. I think it was game three, 15 turnovers. Game five, 18 turnovers. My, Miami, sorry, game three, game, game three against the Milwaukee Bucks, 15 turnovers. Game three against the Miami Heat, 23 turnovers, 19 steals. Game six against the Miami Heat, 18 turnovers. Yesterday, 18 turnovers. In the first quarter, the Warriors couldn't get anything in the half court, but the Celtics had seven turnovers. I saw a stat yesterday. Um, Celtics had 18 turnovers that led to 33 Warriors points. So eventually, that's, as Fem would always say, 18 extra possessions. You can't do that against the Golden State Warriors. Yeah. You can't oh, do that. You said 33 the extra points. Okay. Yeah. Um, Celtics turnovers in their three losses to the Miami Heat 13 turnovers, 24 turnovers, 18 turnovers. They had 11 at halftime yesterday. The Warriors had 29 points off, you know, during the game at some point. In general, they had 33 points of 18 turnovers, but it was a 21 point different. There was a 21 point difference in points of turnovers. I mean, that, the Warriors won the game by like 23 points. Turnovers were the story of the game yesterday. Jason Tatum, you're driving not to get like Emil Doka said at some point. The Celtics were driving to get foul calls, not to make a play, and that's not how it's gonna work. The Celtics, whenever. Like, you know, their offense, because they don't have a point guard, relies heavily on dribble penetration. And Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are great at, you know, dribble penetrations. But you can't dribble and then 
you know, expect a foul call immediately. No, you dribble and you make a play. If you get the foul call, that's fine. But we play to the whistle, as they always say in the NBA. And they were all they were doing was complaining about not getting foul calls. I mean, I get it. The game was refed, you know, one-sidedly. But at the end of the day, you have to play to the whistle. Don't drive for foul calls. Drive to make a play. And, you know, there's no way you're going to win the Warriors turning over the ball 18 times. Everybody knows the Warrior, the Celtics cannot withstand a high turnover night against because all of a sudden now, yeah, maybe if you turn the ball over against the Miami Heat, Jimmy's gonna run, dunk the ball at the rim. But turn the ball over against the Warriors. That's 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 a wide open transition three. That's a layup. That's a layup for Steph Clay and Jordan Poole. And you know, Steph, Steph, you know, when you think about it, the Warriors didn't really shoot the ball well yesterday. Let me pull up their um, they, they shot. They, they shot the same number of threes. Um, they they made the same number of threes, same percentage. They shot around the same field goal. It was just transition points. They had more transition points. Yep. Was, um, not, yeah. Um, what's it called? Fast break. Draymond goes two of three. Steph goes nine of twenty-one. Andrew Wiggins is four of twelve. Clay Thompson is four of nineteen. Jordan Poole six of fourteen. They weren't entirely efficient, but it's the turnovers that let the Celtics down. Trust your defense in the half court. Like, uh, sir, that, that doesn't have to do with people like Jason Tatum. Some of the passes he made yesterday were ridiculous. Marcus Smart, like, you have to be better. Ball security. And when you're dribbling the ball, shouldn't get picked off by Clay consistently. Jason Tatum, make better decisions. That, and that's another thing, I, that's another problem I have with the Celtics. A lot of times to me, they don't get into their offensive sets early. And then when they do get into their sets, they end up rushing the shot. Jason Tatum. You literally have a mismatch on every single player except probably Draymond Green. Take advantage of it. I'm not saying, like, you know, get into your sets early, but also recognize that you have 24 seconds to work. Make use of the shot clock. You have Nemanja Bialita on you. That's a mismatch. Take advantage of it. You know, don't just dance with the rock stupidly and take a sidestep three. No, don't, don't settle for mediocre looks. You have the advantage on literally probably Wiggins and Draymond Green. You have the advantage on every other person on that Warriors team. You have Steph Curry on you. Take advantage of that. You have Clay Thompson on you. You have the size advantage. Take advantage of that. Just get into your search early and realize that you have time on the shot clock and take advantage of whatever mismatch you have. That's my biggest. That's that was my biggest problem with Jason Tatum yesterday. His shot selection was annoying at some point. There's, they think they're coming down the floor and then he has. Steph when he man he settles for a foot away like no don't do that don't you have the size you have everything size advantage length advantage on Steph make advantage of that mismatch but on the Warriors side of things uh, Jalen Brown as well goes off in the first quarter all of a sudden he forgets how to play basketball I, uh, Draymond I don't know whether Draymond got into his head after the technical but he was god awful after the first quarter I mean he tried to put it on the foul call on you know what's his name Gary Payton, I don't know. I trust he'll be better in the next game. Derek White didn't shoot the ball well. Al Horford, I think the adjustment the Warriors made in terms of putting clay on him means like, you know, he couldn't just step into those wide open threes anymore. That was actually a body on him. But at the same time, Al Horford as well. Take your time. Don't rush. You have Steph Horford on took you. four shots, by the way. You have Steph on you. Back him them. down. Back him off. down. That should be that should be an easy bucket or potentially an unworn. You back him down. I think they were the tired. shots. You. you think they were tired? I, I don't know, man. I just think like the Celtics shot themselves in the foot heavily yesterday. 
you, you can't give the Warriors 18 extra possessions. You're not going to win. You're not going to win that ball. Sure. You're going to sure. get blown out. If you notice, though, uh, Tatum was leaving some of his layups, like, short on the rim. He's, yeah, he, weren't making, he wasn't making his bunnies. But for the Warriors, you know, I can't just, you know, talk about the Celtics. I credit the Warriors. They came out with, they looked like the team that wanted it more, knowing fully well that they can't go down 2-0, especially playing both games at home. You know, Steph came alive in that third quarter. Uh, like I said, the Celtics should cut Dino Thais. I know even pay, give him his paycheck just for the sole offensive playing Steph Curry in drop coverage. Um, Clay didn't have it going yesterday, but I feel like he made the biggest shot in terms of energy because all of a sudden um, he comes off a pin down, makes a three, Warriors are up seven, comes back again, makes a reverse oh, yeah. layup. The Warriors are up 10, and you know, the game gets blown wide open for them. Jordan Poole feeds off the energy. Dash that bomb. Like I'm just immediately Jordan hit that shot. I'm like, yeah, Celtics aren't coming back. I turn off my TV. I, I you know, I respect the third of the energy of the Warriors crowd. Steph got to go in the fourth quarter. Um, Draymond played extremely well, even though I think he should have got tossed. Played very good defense. I don't know if you guys watched when he put the clamps on Jalen Brown, but you know, and he, he stole the ball from him. Yeah, yeah, extremely good defense. Was there on the help every single time? Was there to swipe the ball down? Great contest, you know. I I I respect what the Warriors did yesterday. Steve Kerr made great adjustments in terms of you know what they suffered in game one, in terms of leaving Al Horford wide open. So credit the Warriors. You know they did have 13, 15 steals yesterday. So it's not like the Celtics were just playing nonsense. The Warriors defense had. We role to play in it. And boy, I don't think there's anything anybody in this world can do about those third quarter warriors. Like that, that thing is real. I don't know how they do it. I strongly believe Steve Kerr has a supplier who gives him PEDs at halftime. And while Steph is really wow. just <laughs> you might be the voice of reason, but you have the voice of snitching. <laughs> while Steph, while Steph is going through Twitter, seeing people talking crazy on his name. Clay and Draymond, they're all taking their PEDs because there's, there's, there should be an explanation for that third quarter run because it's ridiculous. Every single game it happens. Every single game. I don't understand what it is, but respect to the Warriors. They showed championship pedigree yesterday. Knowing full well, they couldn't go down 2-0. Andrew Wiggins deserves a huge shout-out for the defense he's played on Jason Tatum. Kevon Chamberlain, solid as usual. Yeah. Series tied 1-1. If you're the Celtics, you don't hang your head in shame because... You did what you're meant to do. You stole home court. You split with the Warriors on the home. Now it's on the road, Terry. It's time for you to take for your business at home. But Femi, what did you make of the game? Couple of things. Referees, get your act together. Like that, sir. Get your act together. We need to, like, the first, when I saw the Jalen Brown, (laughs) Jalen Brown, foul, no foul call, I I thought it was the the end of the world. I was just like, yo, what the hell are you guys doing? Right? Because... It can't, you can't make you can't, you can't tell me that I saw that in real time on the screen on my phone and thought it was a no call, and you saw that in real time. I thought it was a foul. Either way, you know what? I'm not a referee. You feel me? But you know, then they had the um, the Jalen Brown foul call. I didn't see that. Anyway, um, the the dream on needs to be. I understand he's the glue of the Warriors. He also needs to understand he's the glue of the Warriors. Exactly. Exactly. Hence, hence he shouldn't have his foot or his feet on another man's head. Doesn't matter who. 
whether it's Pritchard or it's Time Lord. It doesn't matter who they will throw your, head, your legs off their head, right? And then you want to get up. You can get up off your two feet while you're pulling on his pants. That's suspicious. But we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> oh, my we're God, gonna, bro. <laughs> we're not going to talk about that. I think he got into Jalen Pulsford after that because of that. Because at the end of the day, it's a finals game. They need to be, in, they need to be as intense as possible to get the possible as best result as you know they could get. You know, you know, Steph didn't have to go initially, he ended up with five threes. So you know he got it up, you know, going towards the end. How Jordan Paul made that in and out curl tween of half court is beyond me. I don't know. But that's cool. I just for the refs, they need to oh, for real, for real, they need to, they need to, they need to pardon up for real for real. But Celtics what they need they were supposed to do went on the road splits they're going home i just think going forward they eliminate order 504 eliminates drop coverage on all step curry screen just cut the notice that's the solution cut don't play drop why would you in the first quarter you let step walk into at least five. You you you're setting yourself up for failure. You know what? Screw it. If the Celtics win, Ties doesn't ever ring. I'm being honest with you right now. For real, that was that was that was uh, that was mm -mm. that was not that's not something you write home. That's not something you do on the scout report. But you know, I like how Ime Uduka gets his troops going because um, in the game one, you see how he got them going towards the end. It was just like you know they don't. I'm not as consistent is their issue, you know? And I feel like rest was not on their side, even though they have two days off to get back. The refs were definitely not on the Celtic side. I don't understand what the phenomenon was. They looked like, right? But um, kudos to both teams. I'm enjoying this series so far. I like it. It's fireworks. It's back and forth. Jason Tatum is do a good game. So game three, game we should expect like a 35, 40 piece. Also, I also expect the Warriors to retaliate going forward. But like, you know, it's it's what I expected it to be. I was just, I've been enjoying each possession, to be honest. It's, it's fun to watch. So what do you guys think, starting with you, Femi, is the biggest mm -hmm. adjustment both sides need to make in order to end up with the Larry OB? In order to end up with the Larry OB, like you said, First things first, on the Celtic side, get rid of Daniel Tops. <laughs> oh, my God. But, <laughs> but um, get rid of Daniel Tice. Secondly, um, instead, just whatever rotation you have going, you got to get it. You got to, this is the team you got to go with, right? Get rid of Daniel Tice, right? Let Pritchett see a little bit more minutes. Right, because he's, he, I think he sparks up the team a little bit more than people notice. Um, cut down on the turnovers as much as possible. Take care of the basketball. You cannot let this team. Can run I interest you in a start? Please go ahead. Um, so do you know who leads the whole playoffs in turnovers? Uh, I don't believe Jason Tatum. 
Do you know how many turnovers he has? How many? He has 83 turnovers, I think, in 17 games. Whoa. Oh, oh, Do you know who has the second most turnovers? Jalen Brown, of course. Do you know how much more turnovers Jason Tatum has more than Jalen Brown? Less than 10, I guess. Jason Tatum has 23 more turnovers than Jalen Brown. Tatum has 83. Tatum has 83. Please, can I speak? Tatum has 83. Jalen Brown has 60. Damn. That's bad. They need to, they need to sit. Tatum needs to sit down. Tatum needs to relax. You can't have number one and number two on your team. That's, nah, that's, you can't that's, that's, that's a that's combined okay. 143 turnovers in 17 games between you both. You can't do that. You can't do that. You can't do that. No, the, the uh, Warriors. Am I, am I we... Is this 17? 7 and 7. 7, 7, 14, 18. Sorry, that's 20 games, not 17, 20. 20 games. That's bad. You're gonna have that. The Warriors we feast on those turnovers. Like they will. That's like their barbecue chicken. As turnover. opposed to every other team, yeah. turning the ball over against the Warriors, it's, it's not even it's, like one three can just switch the momentum for that team. For that team, they just need to see one go in for that team. And on the Warriors side, Draymond, calm your calm down, calm down. Okay, calm down. Uh, Wiggins needs to be more aggressive. Clay needs to get his shot going. I don't know how to get his shot going, but it's Clay Thompson. He's do a good game, a couple good games. So I, I, I know he's gonna bounce back. Um, uh, Steph needs to be Steph. Um, Otto Porter reduces minutes. He might be making your shots, but his defense is lackluster. There is nothing there. It's just defense, no D. It's not lackluster. It's non-existent. Defense. <laughs> <laughs> the guy is doing defense. Defense. <laughs> 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 for effort. <laughs> oh yeah, but Jose, what do you think? What should both sides have to do in order to end up with that Larry OP? <clears throat> Um, so I'll start from Golden State side. Um, Clay Thompson needs to be found. I think he thinks he's the main character in finding Nemo. Jesus and Christ! He needs, to, he, he needs to he needs to realize that he's a basketball player. He's not an actor, so he actually oh needs God. to come and play. Wow! Um, if Clay is making his shots. There's nothing Celtics can do. Literally but, nothing. But I think the problem with Clay's, first of all, like sorry to cut you short, first of all, he's rushing on his jump shots. But I think it's because Clay always has you know, like how they defended Mark Struess, where there's always somebody on his chest. Mm-hmm. So it's like he's following him everywhere he goes. And every time he comes off that down screen or whatever he comes off the yeah. kick, someone is there and he's not used to that. So they're forcing him to put the ball on the floor and make good decisions. And I don't think Clay's used to that. Yeah, um, I'll say Draymond Green needs to find a way to remain on the floor, yeah, um, by not getting foul trouble because in game one he fouled out, in game two he should have been tossed. Did he so you can't out? keep have yeah he fouled oh. out in game one. I don't recall. 
Uh, well, it's a good thing I recall for both of you. Um, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Hold on. You're not gonna. You're not gonna put us in a blender and be wrong. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Fact oh, he check, did foul check. out. Oh yeah, he did. He did. Yeah. He I did. I remember. Yeah, he did. He did. He did. He did. Round of applause for Tosin. <laughs> 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 so yeah, he can be um he can't keep putting himself in situations where he's not gonna be on the court. Like you said, he's the glue of the team. And when he's not on the court, his presence is or his um absence is felt. So he needs to play a smarter game. Be aggressive, but still being smart. Um also Jordan Poole, like I said before the series started, he's a he's a very important key because I anticipated Clay will not be able to get as open because um, Clay is not like a, he doesn't create his own shots. And um, Boston Celtics, their defense would like chase you down and, you know, um, limit your effectiveness. But Jordan Poole has like the handles to break free like a Steph Curry. So I always felt Jordan Poole was very important. And I think the type of game he had yesterday, he needs to continuously have that type of game going forward in the series for them to be effective. Also, Steve Kerr and Nick Kerr, they need to um on this. What does they have to do? <laughs> Can you yeah. stop, please? Yeah. Please. <laughs> okay, they need to understand that Igodala is not meant for this series, and they need to play Brian GP. They need to play GP more minutes, yeah. like what you played yesterday. He's, he's very effective cutting. This guy actually cuts. And he plays amazing perimeter defense. So I think it's very important for, for them to understand the um, this substitution. Otto Potter, like in the first game, he had like five threes or whatever, but he had the second worst plus minus on the team. Yeah. So even, even when he's scoring the basket, uh, scoring, making the shots, like he's not very positive on the, on the floor. So cut his minutes and yeah continue to play GP he brings and offense, he brings offense but when you are a minus 17 that's not minus good you're 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 letting in more shots than than you're scoring yeah um then on on Boston's side of things um they need to be aggressive right from jump they need to set the tone they shouldn't be the ones like or they shouldn't try. They shouldn't try to catch up to the tone set by Golden State. They what are you going to do by... in that third quarter with that third quarter Warriors? Run. Yeah, yeah. The 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 key is when you set the tone right from the beginning. First, you put the refs in a situation where they can like switch up on you mid game, and um, when you're aggressive from the beginning, they can't be calling fouls because everybody's going to foul out. So they're mm. going to have to swallow their whistle like a lot and it's a favor you being aggressive right from the start. In the third quarter... <laughs> Next game, watch Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, and Marco Smart fall out. <laughs> no, nah, there's going to be a petition. I just, um, just, just, just before you continue, I just want to add to what you're saying. That third quarter run, if we go back to 2017, game four against uh, the Warriors, Cavs-Warriors, where the Cavs went berserk, that third quarter run is real, for sure. No, but the it Cavs, is. but the Cavs were able to drive into the paint and force the refs to. They, they blew how many five. And the thing is, they cannot blow a, a six fouls on all the players, right? So at some point, the lane is going to be free. 
if everybody's yeah. foul trouble, but don't carry on. Okay, I if if I'm the if I'm the Boston Celtics, I would target um Draymond Green getting in foul trouble, um meaning going to the hoop a lot more and getting him to be in foul trouble because if I feel like he's a key for their success, I would try to take away that key by getting in foul trouble. Um, I would also like Golden State even when they won, they scored 104, I think, which is still 107. Just you. 107. You still played great defense. You just couldn't score enough. So rather than focusing too much on like Golden State going berserk in, in the third quarter, I'm going to focus on our offense and how we can be effective enough. Because if they're scoring 107, we can we can score more than that. We're still playing good defense over the course of the game. Um, so just limiting the, the turnovers, like keeping the ball, like you guys said. Um Maybe incorporating Marcus Smart more with um, initiating the offense because I feel like he actually passes the ball the ball more than Jason Tatum because I feel like in the second game Jason Tatum reverted back to the old Jason Tatum like yep. looking for his yep. own shots or oh, just I want to be Kobe. Yeah, he wants to be Kobe. He needs to chill on that Kobe shit too. So <laughs> y'all behave, bro. Let the man rep his idol. <laughs> but. But yeah, I think Hofford needs to be aggressive as well. I don't know if they needed rest or something, or maybe they were pacing themselves because they feel like they can always come back, but they cannot be pompous. Like um playing at home, first of all, their home record is not amazing. They're yeah, they're so they've lost four games yeah. in the postseason at home. Yeah, they're five on four, I think, in at home. So it's not amazing. So they they don't really have a home court, in my opinion, a home court advantage right now. Um but yeah, they need to cut down on turnovers. I think it's pretty simple on, on the Boston Celtics side. But as far as like the um Golden State side, they should just try and find Clay Thompson. That's it. Yeah, for me, for the Warriors, for the Celtics, sorry, it's easy. Cut down on turnovers. I mean, like I said, I mean, at some point in the fourth quarter, third quarter yesterday, or fourth quarter, believe it or not, I think it was third quarter, the Celtics cut the game to six points. They had the game at six points, but then all of a sudden, Jason Tatum is coming down. I think he turns the ball over. All of a sudden, you're, you're down by 12. All of a sudden, it's 17. All of a sudden, it's 20. And you've lost the ball game. Cut down on the turnovers. Get into your initiate your offense early in the shot clock, but do not be aggressive to the extent that you end up taking useless shots. There's, there's a borderline between being aggressive and being dumb. Seek out your preferred matchup and take advantage of your matchup. Exploit your matchup. Jason Tatum, I'm talking to you. Because you can make, you know, a sidestep three with a hand in your face doesn't mean you should take it five times down the court. Because you can make a fadeaway on, you know, sidestep fadeaway or leaning back fadeaway or something of that sort doesn't mean you should take it every time down the court. Jalen Brown, I'm telling us to put you in that elite category of mid-range shooters, but because... You have that twin, twin sidestep pull up, hezzy doesn't um, hezzy pull up mid range doesn't mean you should take it every time down the court. You need to set, you need to, you know, turn down bad shots for better shots, turn down better shots for greater shots, and that's the way you're gonna win this ball game. Exploit your matchups to the fullest. Like Jason Tatum, I, I there was a clip. Um, like I said, he had Bielita on him, and he settles for mid range fade away. Like, don't do that. Jalen Brown had Kevon Looney on him, dragged him out the paint, drove kicked out to Horford and he made it three made, made it two that's what you should do exploit your matchup to the fullest and uh, you know cut down the turnovers 
and keep being playing Celtic basketball. And you could, I, I expect you to end up with a Larry OB. And as for the Warriors, just find Clay, like Tosin said. Find Clay. I feel like every other person is doing or has done what I expected them to do. Draymond bringing that energy on both on defense and initiating the offense with his DHOs and all. Kevon Looney rebounding the basketball, being a 6'9 presence there at the Celtics field. I think he had two blocks yesterday. Jordan Poole did his thing off the bench yesterday. Gary Payton came in, played spectacular defense, set some amazing screens as well to get Steph wide open. Um, Steph, you know, done his thing in the first two games. Claire front runner for finals MVP right now. Am I missing Andrew Wiggins playing elite defense on both Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. So it's just Clay needs to show up. Clay shows up, boy, it could be long for the for the Celtics. But give credit to the Celtics defense. They made it hard, tough on Clay to show up. He's not, not showing up of his own volition. He's showing up because he's not showing up because Celtics are playing great defense on him. Having said all that, who do you expect to win this game? Who do you expect to win this series? Who do you expect to win game three? And who do you expect to win the series? I got Warriors winning game three in a close game. And I got Warriors winning it all. And how many games? Seven. Uh, seven. I was going to go so, six, but seven. So, so, what about you? I have Boston Celtics winning game three because I believe um, they would play in their home. They would have coming off energy. A loss. Coming off a loss, they'll be able to take in energy from the crowd and be more aggressive. So I, I have them winning game three. I don't know how close or how apart it would be. And I have Boston Celtics winning the series in seven as well. I have the Celtics winning game three and game four. I, I also have them winning the series. Like a wise man once said, Celtics can win in six if they don't lose a couple games. So Celtics in six. Um, Celtics in six. Wow. Yeah, I I just feel like they need, they would, they need to, they should, and they would take care of home court. You stole them one on the road, and I expect you to go get two at home. Wow. So it's, you think they can? They can. They can. You think they can have back to back great games? I think so. They didn't game games four and five of the Eastern Conference Finals. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. There's something about that baby face assassin sometimes. It's crazy. And Clay is going to have one good game. Yeah, he's due a good game. Like, really sure. Like, that good game is going to... That good game will game five when their season is on the line. And they're going to bring it to 3-2 and Celtics close them out at TV. Now, because imagine this. Imagine if uh, the Warriors lost game five at home. And Clay didn't go off. Clay would need to go off in game six in Boston. If they lose game five at home, they lose game five at home, they lose the series. No, no, no. I'm trying. You're going to see game six, Clay. We're going to see. Yeah, we're going to see game six, Clay, which Ah! is why the Celtics will win by a couple possessions, maybe one or two possessions. Last time time we saw is a game six superstar in Boston. He won off of 47. Now imagine Clay Thompson. Who was that? Jimmy Butler. Bards. There ain't no nothing like game six, Jimmy, bro. You, you're just making stuff up now. <laughs> Stop. Well, game six is real. Game six is real for sure. For sure. For sure. But the Cavs won game six with game six, Clay, in 20, 2016. That's the only aberration. 
The Raptors won game six with game six clay in 2019. You're, you're not about to stay in our championship. You are not about to do it. Well, you want to bring Kyle Larry into your nonsense. He's a top man, 25. Man, did you see what Pat Riley said about Kyle Larry? <laughs> I was about to get into that, actually. I have, I, have a, I have a couple of things to talk to you guys about, but yeah, that's one of them. The man said, we're going to help him lose weight. We'll try our best to help him. <laughs> he said he, he needs to figure that stuff out and we're going to help him. So well, he did say it was a wasted season because he's not playing for the championship. Like, you got to count that. Did you see what Pat Riley said about Bam as well? <laughs> what did you say? I didn't see. He said he, he's been asked to do a lot at such a young age that left him. <laughs> Duncan Robinson, Max Struess, and Tyler should give Bam half their paychecks. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, El Padrino. El Padrino. That's bro. That's crazy, man. But if if you guys are like Kyle Lowry, what what are you doing tonight? Bro, I'm working out, man. I'm working. I'm sleeping in the gym, man. Because I think the 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 hardest like fat to lose is the ass fat. Bro, stop! Stop! You're wilding. Are you even say jog? You even say is. It's Gluteus Maximus. You're thinking about this. <laughs> Why would I say Gluteus Maximus? <laughs> yeah, I have Celtics in six, Femi Celtics in seven, Warriors in seven, Susan Celtics in seven. Seven. So let's get to our biggest winners. Wait, wait, wait. Before we get into that, um, what do you guys think about um, the Utah Jazz situation? I think the Utah Jazz will be the Utah Jazz. The the head coach um resigned. Mm-hmm. So, so I I don't I don't see them being the same Utah Jazz as far as like even winning a lot of games in the regular season. Well, I think I'm a depending who, mm-hmm. and I believe that the only man that can save the Utah Jazz is Jesus Christ. Because that's right. That I they always their playoff uh model is take notes, Abi. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, I, I have some things to say in my mind about Carmelone and John Stockton, you know, but mm. all I'm gonna let's, say let's leave the past in the past. The jazz, <laughs> the jazz will be the jazz in it, like, and yeah. they talk about Donovan Mitchell being frustrated with Quincy, yeah. Even. All of a sudden, yeah, but nobody really cares about the Utah Jazz, though. Ain't nobody give a damn. It's, it's confused. I'll be honest but, with you. But do you guys <laughs> think? Do you guys think right like there will be like a domino effect into like um Donovan Mitchell leaving? And what team do you think would need him? Slash, what team would he be going to? Oh, the Lakers need him. They won't get him, but they need him. The Lakers need any good basketball player in the world right now. <laughs> At least, I mean, they can trade contracts with Russell, eh? No? <laughs> What's your mouth with soup? Um, I think New New York, they're probably the team that can most likely oh, get stop. Him. Stop, please. I want Donovan to succeed. Um, I as far Portland. as... Portland, they trade him. No. No, but we've seen That's that whole small, handlers. small... Small, small no. backcourt with Dame and CJ before. And CJ probably plays better defense than Donovan. <laughs> That's disrespectful. <laughs> 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 oh, let me think. Oh, actually, this is this is a that's a good question. The Heat, maybe? 
Um, do you think they need him, or do you even think they they, they have? Because they have need more piece. That's an elite shot creator to go along with. I mean, Jimmy. you could you could package. You'd have to Don't move Tyler it. Hero. You could you'd have to move Tyler Hero. For sure, yeah, you would lose Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson and this At guy least. and probably Kaulari because Kilo is a ninety M. So or the Lakers could trade Russell for Bro, let it go. <coughs> let it go. I think the easiest team to get him is New York team because of the the market like is Donovan, attractive enough please. for him. They have enough enough cap space for him. Donovan, they they can get rid of Randall and get Donovan. So okay, so they get Donovan Mitchell. What happens for the Knicks? Do they make the playoffs? They are going to hell. But I don't okay. think I, I don't I don't think Donovan is after like he's, he's still really young that he, he, he can chase uh, money right Donovan now. Donovan is after a championship, but I I, I think no, the I'm seeing why he did it in the bubble. I think it's after a championship. I think the heat is uh, definitely I, after yeah. the heat doesn't like pass with his teammates. I don't think he's after a championship. Bro, stop. <laughs> I think the Heat is the best destination for him. No, Heat will be the best destination. Uh, but... I'm, I'm really thinking Mavs maybe, but I don't know, unless you do a sign and trade with like Jalen Brunson and Dwight Powell, probably Davis Bertons or something of that sort. Imagine Brooklyn had him on that team. No, Bro, how, we, how don't, want, we don't want to imagine that. No, no, no. Kyrie and this guy cannot handle the ball at the same time. I'm really thinking, like, I don't think there's any other team in the, like, win-now situation. I, I think the Heat is the best. Are you trading Cash Curse for Donovan Mitchell? No, no, no. But who on the Bucs can we trade? You're no trading one. Drew for Donovan. No, the Bucs don't need uh, Donovan Mitchell. And so, I, I think it's the Heat, to be honest with you. I think the Heat is the best option for him out there right now. But it's not the best option for the Heat, though, because they're going to lose a lot of their core for they're going to lose Tyler Hero, someone that doesn't Robinson. play defense. Okay, if well, you lose like Donovan a Tyler can, Hero, Donovan can but, carry that kind of load, though. You can carry a um Tyler Hero type of and um Robinson load, yeah, yeah because, because if you leave him wide open, he's gonna splash that in your face and he can create Bro, his own charm. He's not even a catch and shoot guy, this guy is a ball handler. Yeah, that's what that's a be- that's better than what they have in Kyle Lowry. And get cap. Yeah, I guess I guess he that makes just, sense. Yeah, and he he brings a new dimension to that Heat offense. A three point shooter who can drive to the rim and finish at the rim. Who you know he's he's there. He'll be the only person with a consistent three point shot that can put the ball on the floor and get his own shot. Strews, mm-hmm. uh, probably a size teller hero, but Strews, Duncan Robinson. They all need DHOs. Yeah. And Gabe, Gabe yeah. Vincent's three is not consistent enough. So you probably yeah. lose, like, you know, but I think it's worth it. Besides the, the Heat and possibly the Mavs, I don't see any other solid trade destination. Bro, he, he can't do the Mavs. I don't, like, bro, don't you guys you think you can't have so many ball handlers on yeah, the Mavs? Thank like, you. That's going to be four ball handlers. Yeah, you can't have, that, that will not even work. I mean, I'm just saying, Potential destinations. I'm not saying it's a solid fit, but it's potential destinations. Right. Uh, the, the Knicks are obviously. Up I there, I but... think the 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 Mavs should go forward. Um, Gobert is no. is more feeling for their team than no. Um, Rudy's on two hundred million. Please, please. 
Um, yeah, but they have enough space for that. Do you have any other questions to ask? Because we're not getting into Rudy, into Rudy right now. Yeah, um, no, no, I, th- I think I think that's pretty much it. Yeah, okay, so let's get into our biggest winners and losers of the week. Listen, you guys. Um, my biggest winner um is Steph Curry. Um, this guy is rewriting his um is already amazing legacy. Um, when you have a taint on your legacy that you you're not gonna win finals MVP, you can't win it, you can't do so 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 you can't do this, you can't do that. They they even start to talk about oh, can he actually win? without KD because they're starting to forget what he did without KD and they have the asterisk of oh Kyrie was injured um and Kayla was injured that year so there is that asterisk there so like if he's able to win it and so far the way he's playing I think he's a big win for for him because even the way he comes out to play you can tell it's on his mind and he has that back of his mind and he's trying to like change that narrative so, so I, Steph, I think it's, tell me who's yours. Yeah. Biggest winner. It has to be, I'd have to agree with uh, Tosin to be honest with you because I don't think there's been any action that much in the NBA. But I, I have to. I'd have to agree with that. Derek White, because, you know, fantastic. And uh-huh. Draymond Green, wonderful. Um, anything basketball related. Well, yes, for basketball-related things, but not because of what he did in finals. I don't know if you guys saw that clip today where Colin Coward listed his, his top 10, top 20 players in the last 20 years. Uh-huh. And he had Draymond Green in there over Russell Westbrook. And... It's because they are partners. They are partners on the volume. No, he said the reason he had Draymond in there was because... um. Russell, John Wall, Carmelo Anthony, they don't make their teammates better. Draymond makes all his teammates better. So Draymond is my biggest winner of the week because without Draymond Green, there'll be no Steph Curry, there'll be no Clay Thompson, and there'll be no Kevin Durant. So pick and up that's wrong. And that's wrong. I mean, that's, that's what it, Colin Coward said. So, And, and Colin Coward is wrong. And Colin Coward sounds like a coward. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, to say that they need to stay carry without Draymond is, is wild. Is I, mean, wild. I, mean, I mean, they they all believe Draymond made his teammates better. So, yeah. Every every teammate contributes to the other teammates in some capacity. Draymond... But, but, yeah. but Draymond ahead of Westbrook over the last 20 years is crazy to me. Some of that won um, MV, MVP. No, no, no. Wow. He makes it, scoring he, title. Draymond is solely responsible for the development of Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, and Clay Thompson. So I you're being sarcastic at this point, right? Of course. <laughs> okay. 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 Yeah, I mean, you know, that's why that's why Yeah, yeah, he high right now. Um, biggest loser of the week. Please don't biggest loser. Biggest loser of the week. They sound like Russell. Westbrook. He did nothing. <laughs> oh, actually, yeah. My biggest, my another biggest one of the week for me is the Knicks. <laughs> what did they do? They got a younger brother. Who? Trey Young just gave birth to another child. 
this weekend. And who's wilding? And who's high right now? My my biggest my biggest loser is uh Jennifer Mitchell. Um he has lost he has lost his like he um I heard that he resigned because of that coach. Yeah. Resigned with that team because of that coach, and now the coach isn't there. The guy is is not sure where his head is at right now. So I think it's a big loss for him. And it could be career changing for him because that that coach and that team was made for him. If he goes to another team, his career might take a different path where he's teaming up with like a bigger superstar and he might become second fiddle. Yeah. I don't think he's good enough to be the number one option on the championship team. Absolutely not. But if he if he continued to stay with Jazz, his career path would have been okay. He's one of the best players I ever played for Jazz. But now, if things I take mean, a according turn, to Stephen A., he's already the greatest Jazz player of all time. Yes, hey, hey. Oh, oh my goodness! Tell me what about you? Who, who's the biggest loser of the week? Honestly, biggest loser of the week. I feel like uh, am I not gonna actually have it? I don't yeah. have anybody. I don't have anybody to tag a loser this week. I'll give uh, you Jason Tatum. No, not really. I'm gonna go with the Sacramento Kings just because they're the Sacramento Kings. Fine. They didn't make any move besides an assistant coach. Yeah. And, uh, what's, what's the other team's name again? The Utah Jazz, for sure. The Utah Jazz. Yeah. I'm going to go with the Utah Jazz. They, they seem to be imploding right in front of our very eyes. They move and like- with the way things are going, they could be competing with Sam Presti for next year, number one pick. So <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how we moving like Moving like Tottenham. Bro, don't even, you can't throw Spurs, bro. They're playing Champions League. You're playing Europa League. <sighs> Where where did this switch come from? I, I don't worry. Uh, no, we're not in this. I'm done. Please don't even. Don't even. <laughs> Can you remember the last time I recorded a, a, an episode of the Highlight Podcast? Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, but yeah, we got to the end of another episode of the Courtcast. Um, it was about. Wait, 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 Hold, hold on, hold on. Let, let's let's do one more thing. Can we do top five players in the final so far? All right. Um, who wants to go first? I'll go. Curry. Curry. Um, unfortunately, Brown. Uh, Alfred. Um, what's his face? Uh, Draymond. And Paul. I'm going to go Wait, Curry. Wait, when you say unf- unfortunately Brown, what do you mean by unfortunately Brown? Because there's nobody else that's playing better than uh, okay. I'm gonna go Curry, JB, Al Horford, Draymond Green, and Derek White. Okay. I'll go Steph Curry, um, JB, Horford, um, Derek White, and I'm lopsided between Tatum and Draymond, to be honest with you. But I'll go. With I'm not. Draymond. I'm. I'm not. I'm not gonna give Draymond nothing. 
I'm going with Draymond just because like he was pivotal to the latest success, and Tatum was also pivotal to his team losing. For me, Draymond was more instrumental with um violent violence <laughs> than actual basketball plays. So I'm not giving him nothing. Um, I think you, I'll you do just that. you want it. The man Bro. is solely responsible for Clay Thompson, Steph Curry. And I'll Jimmy give Durant. I'll give get get um GP GP. Oh yeah. Oh no! Oh Andrew Wiggins, Wiggins. I'll say Wiggins. Yeah, I'll it was beautiful Wiggins. to see the glove supporting his son. Yeah, yeah. Fun sure. fact: Gary nice. Payton's two sons are named Gary Payton. Gary Payton, yeah. Man is Gary Payton Jr. He's doing that one. He's moving wild. Is no, no, no. He's he's a, he's a wild guy. He gave birth to the first one was like Gary Payton. The second one was like, ah, let me try again, just to see who would actually be good. Stop lying. <laughs> is Gary Payton Jr. or Gary Payton the second? They will be. So who's playing? Huh? Who's playing? The second. The second. The second. Yeah. Okay. So if he had the, if he had another one, I've said Gary Payton Junior. Gary Payton the second. Gary Payton the third. Wow. Legendary. Yeah. I respect it. I respect it. But yeah, different um, women too. But yeah. We've come to the end of another episode of the core cast. Like I said earlier, it was just what about. We're just about we have a non-basketball fan talking about basketball here. It's crazy. Um, um talking about talking about pool party. Oh please. You should lock the door next time. Oh god, bro. <laughs> Straight <laughs> up. <laughs> um then, yeah, like I said, we've come to the end of another episode of the court cast. Uh it was just about 15 minutes long. Thank you all for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Have a thank you for coming in the Black Skip Bayless and our very own Shannon Sharp. Uh, make sure to check us out on all podcast streaming platforms. Give us a follow on Instagram, Twitter. We'll be going to Nigeria next week. Actually, I'm just playing. We're not that big yet. Um, <laughs> I was about to say. <laughs> 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 um, I've been the voice of reason. They've been Femi and Tosin. We'll see you in the next episode. Have a lovely Correct. day. Correction. No, no, no. With your chest. With your chest. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. The voice of a <laughs> We'll see you in the next episode. Have a lovely day. Goodbye. <laughs>